All right, here's the good news. David Fletcher is a good hitter, a good defender, and a great piece for the Angels in 2023. In fact, David compares to some of the great Angel players in the last 20 years in the infield, and that's why today we're going to tell you why you're wrong about David Fletcher. It's time to get Locked On with Mike and John, and this is Locked On Angels. You are Locked On Angels, your daily Los Angeles Angels podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And John and I thank you for making Locked On Angels your first listen of the day. Every show is free and available on all platforms like Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And the best way to help us out is by giving us a rate and a review. And those watching on YouTube, make sure that you're subscribed and click that bell to be notified every time a new episode drops. Happy Tuesday to you and thank you for being here with us for this episode of Locked On Angels where it's your team Every day, you've got the Frisch Brothers here with you, a.k.a. the Super Halo Bros. My name is John, and that's my brother Mike. And my name is Mike, and that's my brother John. And John, for those that are watching on the YouTube side, I just want to thank you for my Christmas gift. John hey. got me a spit guard for my microphone. Is that what it's called? <laughs> it's called a pop filter. A pop filter. Ah, so a all pop your filter. P's and your B's aren't going to explode <laughs> in the ears of our listeners and viewers. So there you go. So they're all going to say you're welcome uh, to Johnny. Thank you to Johnny. You're welcome yes. from Johnny because yes. this is a gift. So thank you for that Christmas gift and Merry late Christmas to all those that are watching and listening. It's awesome to have you here with us. Yeah, we hope you enjoyed your holidays and got to spend it with the people you care about the most and we certainly did and we, it looks like we both got some new angel swag so how about that? We're, <laughs> yeah, we're lucked out that. this uh, this Christmas season but hey, listen, we're <laughs> longtime angel fans and we wanted to have this conversation today around David Fletcher. Yeah. For some reason, he's received a lot of hate in the last few months because... He might be playing a lot of shortstop this season, and we right. know that the middle of the road, uh, middle of the order, the the roster has been kind of rounded out by Perry Manassian. But the Angels didn't go out and directly get a shortstop to improve that position, and everybody's freaking out and thinking that right. we're not going to make the playoffs right. if David Fletcher is your starting shortstop. But here's the thing: let's let's set the stage for where we are. Now, Mike, why don't you take us through where we are? All right, we were in need of starting pitching. We were in need mm-hmm. of positional depth. We were in need of a bullpen piece, one or two pieces, mm-hmm. and a shortstop. And we went and got Tyler Anderson. We were the first team to make a move. We were all really excited about that three years. Mm-hmm. And he is a, a guy that we're, we're, we're thrilled to have because we had not signed a starting pitcher for longer than one year in, I think, yeah. what, 10 years, right? Yeah. And so uh, he... He's going to be probably our second starter in that rotation. Slots in right after Shohei Otani. We're still looking for that sixth starter, and it might Mm -hmm. be a starter that's in-house and could be somebody that is coming back this year, like a Griffin Canning or maybe a Jonathan Diaz or a Chase Silseth. All of those names are on the table. Perry was interviewed last week, and he said that there are some positional people, there are some people in the organization that we think could actually fill some of these significant roles in the rotation and in the infield. Nate Eovaldi is also a name that's been out there for a while, been rumored to the Halo, so that could be an exciting thing for us as well. That would bump, certainly bump probably Jose Suarez to the sixth spot in that case. Mike, we address the infield with Gio Rochella, who can fill in at third and second and first, sometimes short, helping at the positional depth. Then... Brandon Drury was added, somebody Love that you and move. I have wanted for a long time. He yep. play third, second, first base, the outfield, and then he went on the record saying, I want to compete for shortstop in spring training. Huh. Several oh, arms boy. were added to the bullpen. Carlos Estevez, 
Justin Garza. There was a lot of minor league deals, and there's lots of minor league depth as well. So we're right. talking Ben Joyce and Eric Torres, not to mention C-Rod's coming back too, so that could be another bullpen piece. So I think as yeah. far as the bullpen goes, I think we're in pretty good shape. Finally, Hunter Renfro shores up the outfield by having an outfield of him and Trout and Taylor Ward, and then possibly Moniac or Joe Adele being the fourth outfielder in that case. Yeah, and and then, of course, the shortstop position. It's not been directly addressed by Perry Manassian by going and getting somebody, right? Like, there were the four mm-hmm. big names out there. Correa was out there, although... We're not sure where he's going as of yet, right? <laughs> I don't know if you saw the tweet that said that they did, they did the MRI and what they found in his leg. The problem in his leg was they found the buzzer from 2017 World Series. There's the buzzer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Xander Bogarts was out there. I would have loved to have Xander Bogarts on this team. Um, of course, he signed for a big deal in San Diego. Trey Turner signed for a big deal. So did Dansby. Uh, all of them were at least seven years. Dansby's was the shortest. And so as a longtime Angel fan, I think that there's a part of us that really wanted a shortstop, but then there's a of part course. of us that didn't want to go into this long-term deal because it really has has hurt us in the past. And if we look at the past few contracts that we've handed out, it, it hasn't been too great. I mean, Albert Pujols is great. We love Albert Pujols. However, his 10 years with us was not that great. And then he got right. DFA'd, right? And then there's the Josh right. Hamilton deal that we really didn't like. The last really big deal that we handed out that I can remember to a really big superstar was Vladdy Guerrero, and and that one worked out great (laughs) for us. But ever since then, we really haven't had a a big signing that we've been really excited about, obviously outside of Mike Trout, but he was already a part of our organization. And so as a longtime Angel fan, I'm kind of torn on this, but I think that uh, we, we made a good decision to not go with a big contract and so many years with each of these four guys, even though these four guys are really, really good. Now, look, we totally understand that signing any of those four guys would have made an immediate improvement to the team. So we understand the frustration in not securing one of those guys because compared to what the Angels ran out last year, it's almost impossible not to improve on last year. In fact, (laughs) let's look at the rankings for shortstop per fan graphs uh, for the Angels at, at shortstop. They were 26th in the league in K's with 181. The best was the Cubs, 72 strikeouts. That was mostly Nico Horner, 22nd in K percentage at 22.7. Again, least was Cubs with 11.5%. That's Nico Horner. They were 22nd in batting average. The best was the Dodgers, of course, at 298, predominantly Trey Turner, 25th in RBIs with 62. Now, Francisco Lindor of the Mets was responsible for most of the Mets getting 107 RBIs at the position. Yeah. They were 29th in weighted runs created plus at 68, Mike. That's 42% less effective than league average. In fact, Bo Bichette was responsible for a 131 weighted runs created plus with Toronto for the most part because he played the most time there. The Angels were 27th at the shortstop position in walk rate at 4.3%. The best was Seattle at 113 with J.P. Crawford most of the time. 29th in on-base percentage at 271. Get this, the best on-base percentage came from Boston at 370. That was primarily Xander Bogarts. Xander Bogarts, yep. 29th in slugging percentage at 327. The best, again, was Toronto at 472 mostly due to Bo Bichette. They were 27th in Fangraph's war at 1.1. The best was the Mets at 6.7 because of mostly Francisco Lindor there. So the yeah. players who played 
at the positions with the Angels. We're going to name those in just a second. These are their total stats from the year, so it's not specifically their games at short, but except for Squid. He did play all of his games at shortstop, but these are the guys that were responsible for the rankings for the Angels at the shortstop position. Let's get into the stats, Mike. Well, let's talk about Squid. He played 124 games, mostly at the shortstop position, 199 Ks. Doesn't it feel like he struck out 199 times? Yep, I think I saw all 199 (laughs) Yes, and his his K rate was 34.1, a 196 average, 28 RBIs, a 50 uh, WRC plus and and 100s average. So he is he is 50 percent below average as a shortstop mm-hmm. at the plate. A 4.3 uh, percent walk rate, uh, 236 on base, 304 slugging, and a 0.3 FanGraphs WAR. And that's in 124 games. Then then there's our boy David Fletcher. We're going to talk about him a lot on this show. 36 mm-hmm. games and mostly at short and second base and 16 Ks, uh, seven percent K rate. You know, 255 average, 17. RBIs, a 75 WRC plus, 3.1 percent walk rate, 288 on base, 333 slugging, and a 0.7 FanGraphs WAR. Johnny, talk about Louis Renjifo because he didn't play too often at shortstop. Played 19 games there. What numbers did he put up when he was there? Well, for the whole season, he, I mean, he had 79 Ks, a 15.5 percent K rate, a 2.64 average, 52 RBIs, a 103 weighted runs created plus, a 3.3 percent walk rate. 294 on base percentage, 429 slugging, and a 1.6 F war, Fangraphs war. Then we had Tyler Wade there for 19 games. Yeah. And over the course of his 19 games, he had 33 Ks, 20.2% K rate, a 218 average, 8 RBIs, 55 weighted runs created plus, 6.1% walk rate, 303 on base percentage, 330 slugging, and a negative. 0.6 F4. Finally, Levon wow. Soto had 18 games. He had 13 strikeouts, a 22% K rate, a 400 average, 9 RBIs, 84 weighted runs created, plus 3.4% walk rate, 414 on base percentage, 582 slugging, and a 0.7 F4. Now, these percentages are over 100%. Sometimes because these guys slid over to short during a game. Sure. So they played there. They might have shared time. But here's the here's the breakdown. Squid contributed to 76.5% of those stats at shortstop. Okay. David Fletcher contributed to 22%. Luis Renjifo contributed 12%. And Tyler Wade contributed 12%. Levon Soto contributed 11 So we know where the bulk of the quote-unquote production or lack thereof came we from. We all saw. <laughs> and that was Squid. He's a great yeah. defender, but a weak right. bat. And the amount of injuries and holes the Halos had, they were exposed at this position. And should the Angels not make a move for a shortstop, and David Fletcher is your shortstop opening day, here's why. You shouldn't have to worry, Mike. Well, he was not responsible for the high K rate, and he was not responsible for the low average. Um, and, and was he responsible for low RBIs? Well, 17 of his RBIs across 36 games would equate to 76.5 RBIs. So mm. a conservative estimate for him last year would have been about 60. In 2019, he had 49 RBIs. Mm-hmm. 2020, he had 18 and 49 games. And so he, he earned more in a shorter amount of time in 2020. 2022. Uh, of note, he earned 47 RBIs in 2021. Now, Johnny, talk about Dansby just as a comparison. Well, Dansby played all 162 games, and here's why we want to compare. He hit 25 home runs, had 96 RBIs. That's Dansby Swanson, right? Right. Now, Fletcher, is he responsible for the low walk rate and on-base percentage? 
I think so. I okay. think that he was hurt for his first 14 games of the season. When he returned in late July, his on-base percentage was uh, 303, and he still didn't walk a lot. He only had four walks. Now, is he responsible for the low slugging percentage? He slugged 333 last season in 36 games, and when he came back from the injury on July 28th, he slugged 348. And before wow. that, he slugged 268 while he was hurt. So he had to bunt for several of those games and swing one-handed when he came back at 1.2 because yeah, he that got was hit. Watch. Uh, but that's that's a position he should not have been in. So let's let's look at what he's done in the past. In 80 games in 2018, he slugged 363. In 154 games in 2019, he slugged 384. In 49 games in 2020, it's shortened but it was a 425 slugging percentage. Remember, Toronto's 472 slugging was the best in the league. So a 360 to 380 from David Fletcher, that's not too bad, Mike. I don't think it's too bad at all. In fact, David Fletcher is is not a power guy, and so we can't expect right. him to have this huge slugging percentage, right? He's not Dansby, he's not Correa, and Johnny, according to us, that's actually okay and we're going to talk right. about that coming up coming up on lockdown angels we're going to tell you exactly who david fletcher is compare him to similar players of the past and what he's going to do well for the halos in 2023 lockdown angels is brought to you by bet online betonline.net is your number one source for sports betting info stats news and analysis you can get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there from pro football to college bowl season to the basketball season they've got you covered at betonline.net and if you love sports podcasts you can find those at betonline as well they're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info you can head to their website today or use your mobile device to learn more betonline is where the game starts We want to thank you for making Locked On Angels your first listen today. And for your second listen, check out Locked On Sports today. From the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports, there's a lot of teams making the playoffs in the NFL over this last weekend, so you can catch up on that. Go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with Locked On's local experts and insights that you can only get from Locked On Sports Today. It's available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. When David Fletcher first came up, Johnny, a lot of people compared him to some of the angel greats of the last 20 years. And Mm -hmm. we've picked three of those players because David is very comparable to each of those players. Now, hear us out before we actually get into this, that we're not saying David Fletcher is these players. There's Mm -hmm. just a comparison there. and, And we'll talk a bit about each. John, why don't you start with... Maybe one of the greatest Angel second baseman. That's Adam Kennedy, AK. AK, baby. Yeah, AK had a career 272 average, 80 home runs, 682 runs, 571 RBIs, a 327 on base percentage, 384 slugging, and a 711, hey, OPS. <laughs> but Mike, his best season with the Angels was in fact 2002. He had a 110 OPS plus that season. So here's the numbers here, and we're going to give you each of these guys' best seasons because it's important to compare to what David Fletcher has done in the past. So in 144 games, Adam Kennedy had a 312 average, seven home runs, 65 runs scored, 52 RBIs, 19 walks, a 345 on base percentage, a 449 slugging, and a 795 OPS. Talk about 
David Eckstein. I miss that guy. He was so good for us. His career was really great, but his 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 best season with the Angels was actually huh 2002. John, he had Imagine a uh, he had a 101 OPS plus, 152 games, hit 293, eight home runs, 107 runs scored, 63 RBIs, 45 walks, a 363 on base percentage, 388 slugging, and a 752. OPS. Again, loved Exxon, loved him at the top of the order. Now, here's a player that you're going to talk about that, I'll be honest, I was a bit irritated with when he was with the Angels, but now <laughs> looking back, I'm like, this guy actually was really a really great piece for the Halos, yeah. and I'm talking about Mighty Miser, Miser Asturias. Miser Asturias had his best season with the Angels in 2009 with a 109 OPS+. Plus. He played in 114 games. He had a 300 average, eight home runs, 74 runs scored, 65 RBIs, 35 walks, a 359 on base percentage, a 434 slugging, and a 794 OPS. Mike, for the sake of argument, yeah. you and I are going to use David Fletcher's 2019 season. Okay. So far, his best season. If if you were to look at 2020, he has better stats, but it was only 60 games right, and he played right. in 40 something of those. So 2019 is a season that we think he can match in 2023 if he's healthy and back to form, which he hasn't been healthy since before 2022. And even the second half of 2021, he was kind of playing out of his shoes a bit. You and I have argued that yeah. with no Mike Trout, with no Anthony Rendon, with guys getting injured, David Fletcher was put into a position he shouldn't have been in as one of the few good hitters on the team in 2021. Right. Let's look at 2019. He had a 95 OPS plus. He played in 154 games. He had a 290 average, six home runs, 83 runs, 49 RBIs, 55 walks. Keep that in mind. A 350 on base percentage, a 384 slugging, and a 734 OPS. Now let's compare this 2019 season of David Fletcher to the best seasons from AK, David Eckstein, and Meiser Asturias. Well, his 290 average in 2019 matches Eckstein's 02 average, pretty close to it, 293. Fletcher's mm-hmm. uh, total home runs fall two short of Eckstein and Meiser Asturias' best season, and one short of Adam Kennedy in 2002. And then Fletch scored 83 runs, and that's right mm-hmm. in line with what Meiser Asturias did, and right in line with what AK and Eckstein did. In fact, he scored more runs than Meiser's best season. Season. And in 2002, when AK was with the team and had a great year, he only scored 65 runs. Eckstein had 107, and so Fletch had 83 in, in 2019. So he was a guy that was getting on base and was actually getting knocked in and scoring runs mm-hmm. for this team. His RBIs in 2019, 49. This was the lowest of the four players in their best seasons, but it really depends on who's going to be in front of him. And if Fletch is going to be somebody who's sitting at the bottom of the lineup, all you're looking for Fletch to do is just make contact and get on base, right? You're right. not looking for him to knock in runs like they did in 20. 2020 and in 2021. And then, Johnny, talk about Fletch getting on base and specifically drawing the walk. Well, this is the biggest criticism, I think, of the last two years of David Fletcher. He has not taken a lot of walks. And so when I went back and saw that he walked 55 times in 2019, I was like, that's the guy 
that we need back. And I also yeah. think it's the guy that we can get back. I think Marcus Timms is going to have a big part in that. So let me run down and compare his 55 walks from his best season. Meiser only had 35 in his best season. Eckstein had 45. And get this, Adam Kennedy in 2002 only had 19 walks. Yeah, and can I just speak to that real quick? I know, sure. I know a lot of Angel fans are, are quick to forget because we look at Adam Kennedy as God in the flesh, right? Like, I mean, he's <laughs> we, we just love him at second base. He's awesome. He's an Angel Hall of Famer. But there was a lot of complaints about AK leading into that 2 season. And hmm. even after 2 when the Angels didn't make the playoffs in 3 and then they were pretty successful 4 5 6 7 and on, there was a lot of conversation about AK and should they get a different second baseman. That was the rise of Dustin Pedroia in Boston. And so people were like, man, if we could just have a Dustin Pedroia, yeah. this team would be so well-rounded. So Angel fans who have been longtime Angel fans, let's not forget that there were some people that were harping on AK, and it's similar to what they're saying about David Fletcher today, John. Absolutely. Mike, Fletcher's 2019 on-base percentage was 350. It's about the same as Adam Kennedy's 345, lower than Meister's 359, and lower than Eckstein's 363. Two more stats for you. A 384 slugging matches Eckstein's 2002 slugging of 388. And then finally, Fletcher's 734 OPS ranks the lowest of all four of these guys, but it goes back to getting on base and, and taking walks and doing that well. But bottom line, Mike, I think some of the best teams, 2002, 2009, they had a guy like David Fletcher, and we see that with AK, we see it with Eckstein, we see it with Estures, and a well-rounded team can be successful with somebody like David Fletcher playing shortstop, and here's the thing, I don't think he's going to play 162 games at shortstop either, we have plenty of options, but Mike, you got to watch Adam Kennedy, you got to watch Eckstein, you got to watch Meister Estures for the most part, I mean, how do you compare David Fletcher to those guys and the roles that they played on their teams. Think back to when the Angels made the World Series, when they actually got there, they played the Twins in the championship mm-hmm. and in the league championship. And everybody remembers that three-homer game from, from AK. Sure. Here's, here's the thing that we don't remember. We were all shocked that Adam Kennedy hit three home runs in that game because we weren't expecting him to do that. We were expecting the big Mm -hmm. dogs to actually carry us. And Mm -hmm. that's what happened all season long. We had the big dogs carry us, but there were moments where these young guys, these middle infielders came through. I can think of Eckstein hitting a couple of grand slams Mm -hmm. that season. I can think of AK playing really great defense and making a couple of really clutch moments, clutch hits for the Angels. And so the biggest takeaway that I have from those those teams in years past is that they weren't the guy that everybody relied upon. Mm-hmm. And that's what I think we miss when we try to go get a big time shortstop like a Correa or a Dansby or a Bogarts or a Turner is we don't need those guys on this team because we have them. We got them. And, and and what Fletch is, is a piece. He's on base for them. He's playing great defense. And he's coming through when those guys are unable to come through. That's why we remember AK. That's why we remember Eckstein. And that's why that season in 09 for Asturias is so memorable. Because he came off the bench and suddenly he was clutch knocking in runs when we needed it right. and so that he got his nickname that year from Rex Hudler Mighty Meiser and so <laughs> I, I think what we need to like see in David Fletcher is that he is an AK and a David Eckstein more than he is a Dansby and a Correa and I think we got to be really okay with that because I think that that's the perfect piece for this Angel team in 2023 <laughs>
So as we talk about 2023, we want to ask the question, what is David Fletcher going to bring to the table? What's he going to bring to the Halos next season? Now that we've gone over the stats, let's talk about David Fletcher, who we have in him as a player, and why you shouldn't freak out and complain if he's playing (laughs) shortstop this year. And before I continue, let me just say, I'm sure there's lots of people who agree and are like, yes, yes, you're, we're on yeah. the same page. But we're talking specifically to the to the doubters, the David doubters. Don't doubt David. Triple D. Wait a minute. Don't <laughs> doubt David. <laughs> Don't doubt David. Just, yeah, just say the whole thing, right? Yeah. Here's here's the thing that's going to be necessary for Dave in this next year is that he, he's got to stay healthy. And all expectations, all indications are that he is going to be healthy. Mm-hmm. And I think he can return to that 2019 form, Johnny. I think he can even be better than that. Yeah. 2020, he looked really good. He, like That's when we, we were really starting to notice that, hey, this, this Fletch kid actually is a great piece for our team. And as a role player, we've already mentioned it, He's not going to be counted on like Otani and Trout are going to be counted on. Mm-hmm. And and you even talked about it, and we've talked about it before. We counted on him in 2021. We needed him mm-hmm. to come through with all of the injuries. And I think that actually maybe messed with his mind and maybe even messed with his swing a little bit. Yeah. Because we needed him to be who he wasn't. And I think this season, we're going to see him and who he is, not just on the offensive side, John, but he is a great defender talk about those defensive stats yeah he is a perfectly capable shortstop defensively i know that we don't have a guy whose baseball card is going to say angels shortstop in 2023 however if david fletcher is there you can be comfortable with him there because he's got a 2.0 ultimate zone rating or uzr and that comes from fan graphs it's kind of a culmination of everything they do well in terms of range and defense and preventing runs from scoring. And he's been at the shortstop position in his career, 865 innings. So he's got a 2.0 in 865 innings. Now that falls quite short of Dansby Swanson's amount of time at shortstop. He's got 7,089 innings. So that's about 10 times more than David Fletcher. But here's the thing. Keep that number in mind as I read the stat to you. But Dansby has a career UZR, ultimate zone rating, of negative 2.3. And again, Mm. that's 10 times the amount of time played as David Fletcher. But in total, his career UZR at shortstop is a negative number. But here's another comparison. Carlos Correa had his best defensive season in 2021, and he had a 2.9 UZR at shortstop, and that was in 1,304 and two-thirds innings. So a full season of playing shortstop, he had a 2.9. David Fletcher's career total almost equates to a full season, and that's a 2.0. And I think that we can rely on him Very well. And then perhaps most importantly, Mike, here's a stat that I'm really excited about and a fact that we all need to remember. David Fletcher is a table setter. He's the guy who gets on base for the likes of Otani and Trout and Rendon and Jared Walsh. Listen to this. He scored 20 runs in his short time in 2022. Six of those came from Otani batting him in. Hmm. Six of those came from Renhifo batting him in, and three of those came from Trout batting him in. In 2021, Otani drove him in 20 times, Walsh 12 times, Rendon 8 times. In 2020, he scored 31 runs. 
and Trout drove him in 10 times. Rendon did it six times. Then in 2019, again, the best full season he's ever had, he had 83 runs. 15 of those were from Mike Trout. 12 were from Otani. 12 were from Pujols. And then about four to six runs each from the rest of the regulars here. But are you seeing a trend there, my friend? Are you seeing who's (laughs) driving in David Fletcher? It's Otani. It's Trout. It's Rendon. Previously, it was Pujols, who now we have Jared Walsh as the guy playing first base and driving people in. So as long as David Fletcher can get on base and be driven in by those guys, he's fulfilling his role on this team perfectly. Yeah, and he's not going to play 162 games at shortstop. No. Uh, he's not going to be Eric Ibar. He's not going to be Andrelton Simmons. He's not even going to be Eckstein, right? But he is going to be a helpful piece like an AK and like a Mycerius Turris because that's what winning teams have. And mm-hmm. the thing that we didn't even address, John, is how the OPS was so lopsided last season. And I think having David Fletcher at the bottom of this order is actually going to help the top of this order, Ward, Otani, Trout, because he's going to be on base more, whether it be drawing a walk or just making mm-hmm. contact and moving runners over, but actually being in scoring position so that the big bats can knock him in. Hey, David Fletcher is going to be a great player for us this year. And if you don't think so, we just we just told you why you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing is if you have to reframe your mind from getting another superstar like Dansby, Correa, Bogarts. It's unfortunate that we missed out. And again, the team automatically becomes better with those guys on this team. Sure. However, we shouldn't panic. We shouldn't complain. We shouldn't be upset if David Fletcher is spending time at shortstop. And being this type of player, being exactly who he is for the Halos, is going to yield success. And we believe he's going to get back to 2019 David Fletcher and maybe even better than that considering they have improved the middle of this roster and he's going to be exactly who he's supposed to be for the Halos in 2023. Thank you for making Lockdown Angels your first listen today. Now for your next listen, check out the Lockdown Sports Today podcast. They're sharing some of the biggest stories of the day, instant reactions from those games, big game recaps, and of course the take of the day. Available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. you guys think do you agree about this david fletcher assessment or are we still wrong and you're pointing the finger back at us and saying here's why you're wrong about fletcher <laughs> get at us at locked on angels on twitter or at super halo bros on twitter and instagram let's have a discussion but please before you jump into the discussion make sure that you've listened to the full thing because I think we made a pretty good argument for who David Fletcher is. Mike, what do we have on deck for tomorrow's show? Well, you and I are of the opinion, have the belief that the Angels are a playoff team in 2023, and we are going to share why you should believe that too. That's tomorrow on Locked on Angels. Looking forward to that conversation, and we hope you'll be back here on Wednesday. We'll be doing shows Wednesday and Friday this week, and then we'll be back to Monday, Wednesday, Friday next week. But until then, my name is John, and that's my brother Mike. And my name is Mike, and that's my brother John. Join us again tomorrow. Until then, thanks for being here with us, and we'll see you next time. (laughs) 